Welcome to Sue Watches Buffy, the podcast where Em and Sue are watching Buffy and Angel. Uh, Sue's watching for the first time, and I and Emily, which is me, her sister, is kind of <laughs> showing her the ropes. And, well, this week we are actually listening to, sorry, we are, this is going to be very fun to edit. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> This week, we're going to be discussing Buffy and Angel for the only time for this season. Uh, We'll be discussing Angel episodes Waiting in the Wings and Couplet, and then we will be discussing Buffy Um, as you were. I'm Em. And I'm Sue. This is one of the premier companies in the world, and they're doing Giselle. It's their signature piece. This is all like some horrible dream. I think I've heard of them. Very ahead of their time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw their production of Giselle in 1890. I cried like a baby. And I was evil. You guys are tight, and you're going to be tripping out. Don't be using my own phrases when we've lost the trust. I said something back in that room. Something important. Do you remember? Um. You're only alive when I'm... Not that. No, of course, I, I was just... Uh... What's in it for you? Until your coat is singing. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, welcome back. We're back to daytime recordings. Woohoo, kids are back in school. Woohoo! Well, one of my kids. The other one is in kindergarten and she starts late Kindergarten. So, so cute. Eleanor's in kindergarten. <laughs> I love it. I know. <laughs> yep. So, yay, we've got our mornings back to record, which I enjoy. Me too. I much prefer them over, prefer them over evening. Yeah, I'm me too. More of a day person than I am a night person now. I'm both, but. It's not. It's nice not to have to shoo everyone away at bedtime and right. go record until midnight. <laughs> exactly. Or one. <laughs> or one. As it sometimes is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, oh, I even forgot to even talk to Kat about Cat's Crypt, so. Oh. No Cat's Crypt. She's busy with skate park stuff, I bet. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I mean, with this weekend being the the opening. Yeah. Um, all right, so I guess... Should we move on to feedback? Sure. Okay. We're going to start with Elizabeth on the Facebook page. Coming to us from Malaysia. Is that where she is? Mm-hmm. Okay says, I'm sitting at the hotel getting a pedicure, so I thought, what the heck, let's send some feedback. <laughs> Short feedback, because I am on my phone, and she keeps criticizing my feet. <laughs> <laughs> says, do guys have to put up with this when they get a haircut? Is she meaning, like, criticizing the shape of men's heads, because they have shorter haircuts, generally? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can make out of that. <laughs> And I'm 
not sure they do. But I know some men that get pedicures. <laughs> maybe you just have weird feet, Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe you deserve to be criticized. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think that would be not very fun. Feet? No. I don't want my feet criticized by I mean, some lady that's supposed to be making them look nicer. I, I know. It's like, hey, it's your job. <laughs> Fix it. You're like a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, she says, as you were. Hopefully not the horrible Oh, should we only do You know what? These are gonna be a little more combined than usual. Okay. Let's Well no. Oh, you mean like just do since we're talking about Angel first, just do yeah. the Angel stuff? Gotcha. No. <laughs> just read it all. Okay, that's kinda how I felt. Yeah. I must be in a weird mood today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As you were. Hopefully not the horrible mess you were dreading. It's a really good wake-up call to see how far Buffy has fallen since Riley left. Sorry, Em. I'm including her liaison with Spike as part of that. You know, that's okay, Elizabeth, because I sadly agree. Although, just I'll just stand by my, it could have been better. I just don't like how they did it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so it, she did go far. I mean, she fell, she fell long and hard. <laughs> and I, I agree with her. I agree reluctantly, but it's true. Yes. Well, yeah. When when pointed out by Riley, especially, it's like, oh, I mean, not pointed out by him. He was actually quite the gentleman about it. Yeah. Um. But when you think of it in like Buffy's viewpoint. She's like, I'm pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just, like I said, it doesn't have to be like that. They made it that way. They took a situation, and I'm talking about Spike and Buffy, not the writers, although this is the writer's fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they took a situation that didn't have to be as ugly and dirty as it was. Right. It didn't have to be dumpster sex. It didn't have to be... Bronze public sex. Yeah, because Spike had real feelings for her, and I think he's taking what he can get. And I think I think he assessed the situation and thought, this is the only way I get Buffy, and I don't think he's happy about it. Because the way he felt when they were, like, actually chatting, like, under the rugs, mm-hmm. you could tell that he wanted that. And he's right. always going, you know, you're just using, you know, like the the gone stuff. He kind of kicks her out of his apartment because he doesn't feel like she fully, you know. But I still think he, I think his attitude is some Buffy, this Buffy's better than nothing. So I'll just, you know, that's what right, that's what right. we're doing. And I don't think he's really complaining all that loudly, but. Well, and it's not, there's a lot of people that do that, sure. you know, there's, there's a lot of people who have a crush on a guy say in high school and we'll take whatever they can get from him you know mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's sad it is sad okay she says I still kind of okay she said it's still kind of an old episode but I don't hate it 
Waiting in the Wings. The episode I wish I liked as much as everyone else seems to. To be honest, the Cordelia and Angel sexy times make me a bit uncomfortable. I just see them too much as a good platonic pair. What about you guys? No, I'm I'm into it. <laughs> I like it. I love Waiting in the Wings. Um, <clears throat> I thought they did them, it kind of cute. Yeah, I like the way they did it. Seeing them together in that one like that, it... It seemed to fit. Like, I could see those two being together. But they do make a pretty good platonic pair, too. I'm, I'm kind of... They do. Know, I'm kind of on the fence with that one. But I do hope that they get together. All right. But if they stay platonic, I think I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. Um, I have to hold out much of my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i it i i'm i'm probably more with the larger population elizabeth i'm i liked it and i it made it a lot better i mean if if i was to be uncomfortable with it it was not really them right i mean i have some thoughts on that that i'll probably discuss when we talk about the episode but they were being possessed by you know spirits like I only have eyes for you so right right I mean my note on that is oh so Angel and Cordy finally get together and it's not even them <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so couplet hold on while I google this episode oh yeah no wonder I didn't remember it yay for Gru <laughs> Angel is so boring, moping after Cordy. Get your shit together, Angel. Wild speculation on the ending, please. <laughs> uh, we'll probably talk about that when we get to it. Do you remember the ending? Um, I think she's probably talking about Wesley and the, um, the father will kill the son. Oh, yeah, 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 because all I put for <laughs> my final note on that one was dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and I was like, wait, why did I write that? Why did... That's right. Okay. <laughs> we will save our speculations. Yes. All right. Now you are going to read who? I will start with Harold. Okay. And Harold says, as you were. This didn't seem like the same Riley that we knew in seasons four and five. He's no longer envious of Buffy, nor dealing with his inner demons like before. He has an idealized version. He is an idealized version of Riley, and his wife Sam is an ideal of something, perhaps what Buffy's life could have been had she caught up with that helicopter or stayed in the initiative. This is an example of the writers using Riley and Sam to juxtapose them with the other couples in the show. Uh, Waiting in the Rings is one of my favorite episodes of Angel, and a lot of that is because of Joss Whedon's direction. Oh, did he direct that one? Yes. I didn't know that. And, and if it, you watch it again, you'll be like, oh, yeah. There's I just such not catch that. great camera work and just great lines. It's He wrote it and directed it, and you can tell. it's. Oh. I didn't catch that in the credits. Hmm. Um, he doesn't do a lot of Angel episodes, so it's kind of a treat. Yeah, yeah. 
Harold says, I wonder if he got additional time to prepare his episodes because his have much more attention to detail. The soundtracks strike deep emotional chords and the camera glides in ways it just doesn't when someone else directs. Think of his last few Buffy episodes, The Body, The Gift, and Once More with Feeling. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if the whole crew isn't, like, inspired by his writing and direction to where they just do things better. Right. Everyone when steps he's up. at the helm. Yeah. 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 That happens in every business, I mean. Sure, sure. I mean, he's the creator of the show. You're going to put on your best performance. Right. And this is the season where he's, you know, involved in three shows. And so having his attention on your show is a treat. Right. Plus, he's just a really good director. He probably gets people to, yeah, you know, see his vision and, you know. Yep. Um, he says, I recall that on my first viewing of this episode, I was rooting for Wesley, but this time I've been on Team Charles. Part of that is that this time I've been noticing all the Fred slash Charles interactions over the past several episodes, and they cl- clearly have chemistry between them in a way that Fred and Wesley do not. I also like that she is the only one who calls him Charles. The steamy Angel slash Cordelia scenes in the hot spot room were reminiscent of past Angel and Buffy scenes. Was this ep- was this episode Joss's exorcism of Bangle? <laughs> <laughs> A couplet This episode has some of my favorite moments I love that moment when Wesley tells Angel That he is like a rare book And then the shopkeeper tells him that he has three of them (laughs) I love that too (laughs) (laughs) I also love the Fred slash Charles Diner scene It really captures the beginning of a youthful romance for me It really does I read that before rewatching it And I'm like, Harold's totally right It is such a cute little New couple. New couple (laughs) falling in love. Yep. And of course, I love the reveal of Gru looking just like Angel. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. Cordelia, displaced affections much? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) At the end, Angel declines getting patched up, which I take as a callback to when he was so giddy about Cordelia bandaging him in Fredless. It is interesting that Angel, who is known for obsession and stalking, handles his Cordelia situation much better than Wesley does with Fred. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... I agree with Harold also that I always pulled for Wesley and and Fred, but there is something so cute about her and Gunn. Now that I see her and Gunn together, they I like them together, you know. Yeah, and Wesley seems just there's a little like hint of like a creepy older guy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> that it just doesn't really fit. Yeah. I mean, I think I think they wanted us. I think it's they did this on purpose. They wanted us to think that Wesley and her were going to get together just because they're so similar in their, right. What do I call thinky? Yes. <laughs> they're thinkies. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> so I have to admit, I didn't really, 
um, notice the Fred and gun stuff interactions until they got together. Yeah, um, now, I'm going to give Wesley a little more credit than Harold does, though. I think when it comes to, like, the waiting in the wings moment, where he sees those two kissing, and he was really under the oppression, especially from Cordelia, who didn't listen to Fred and just made assumptions. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. He was really, really thought that she was his. Right. And that was a crushing blow, and on top of that... He gets possessed by the jealous spirit of that wizard guy. Right. And look at how gracefully he handled it. He did. He handled it because he said, you know, and he's like, and you two, be careful or something, you know. So I think he needs a little more credit. But he also, you know, is acting a little jealous. But I, I... I think we can give him that a little bit. But I he does, so. he just, I I really do like her and Charles. I like how she calls him Charles, too. I like <laughs> him. I think they're cute. I think so. And I think Wesley will get over it. Yep. I mean, I don't know what happens. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I... I Especially with that waiting in the wings moment, I have great hopes that he he can handle himself like a gentleman and be grown up about it. Yeah. And maybe this is just a passing fancy. Who knows? Maybe. But. There's five seasons. That's true. But yeah, if it hadn't been for Cordelia, I don't think it would have been as crushing a blow to him, you know? No, certainly not. So, it's her fault. Yep. Alright. Right. Ray. Yep. Ray Doria wrote in. Um, he says, waiting in the wings. Anytime you see written and directed by Joss Whedon, you know it's a big, important episode. I do think that the dialogue seems a little sharper when Joss is the writer. It's a pretty great episode and a real turning point for the two major relationship storylines. Angel and Cordy have really great romantic chemistry. They got some great scenes in this one, and Fred chose Gunn over Wesley. It's tough for me because I really like all three characters, so I really feel for Wesley. But I also like Gunn, so it's not like there is a bad guy in this situation at all. And Fred is adorable as usual. Add in Summer Glau, boner jokes, and the return of Gru in this episode had a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you pronounce her name? Did you recognize her? Um, the the ballerina. Did you recognize the ballerina? I did not. She is River in Firefly. Oh. Oh, yeah, you're right. River Tan. Yeah. I. I had to be told that. Yeah, I did not put that together. <laughs> but that's cool. I mean, I think, I thought she, I was like, wow, they got like a real Russian ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> I know, she did really good. She's got to be a ballerina because yeah, she, she did, was really dancing and she, she was so dancing. amazing. Yeah, you, you can learn a few ballet moves, but you can't get on your toes. Oh, oh no, no. Yeah. <laughs> She's obviously classically trained. and Right. 
Anyway, I thought they got some Russian ballerina to play this girl. I'm I... like, wow, that's cool. They found a like a Russian ballerina that could like act for them. I know Russian ballerina. <laughs> she acted some well too. Shots. She did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, nope. She just got an accent. Oh. Um. Okay, couplet. I love jealous petty angel so much. <laughs> that's my favorite broadsword. <laughs> There's a lot of funny lines in this one. Angel, your coat is singing. <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel like the show is really nailing the emotional notes as well. You can really feel the pain that both Angel and Wesley were feeling throughout this episode. The tree demon is a little hokey. Okay, a lot hokey. But overall, I like this episode a lot, and it has a great balance of comedy and drama. <sighs> yeah, I would have to say the angel jealousy stuff saved this episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> the couplet is one of those episodes that i think of the name i don't know what it is and then you say tree demon and i'm like oh and then i watch it and i'm like oh <laughs> it's i there's just those buffy and angel episodes that i just have a a quick reaction about that's bad and then i watch them and i'm like oh you know what I let this thing cloud my... <laughs> and the tree demon's in it for, like, what, two minutes? <laughs> totally. <laughs> but it is bad. It is. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it. the rest of it's fine. But it gets overshadowed sometimes by initial right. thoughts. And this is one of them. Okay, it says Buffy. I haven't been rewatching Buffy with you guys like I have Angel, so I haven't given any feedback about Season 6 of Buffy. I just wanted to give some thoughts on Season 6 in general. Season 6 isn't one of my favorites. There are a couple of reasons. Buffy being depressed and down all season just kind of gives the whole season a depressing feel to it. It feels like Buffy's depression is dragging the whole mood of the show down. Okay. While I do think Buffy struggling for food and paying the bills is true to life, I just don't think it makes for good TV. And her getting a fast food job is just plain dumb. I don't like the Willow storyline, and I don't feel like the magic equals drugs thing works at all. Also, while I was behind the Buffy Spike thing in Season 5, I don't like the way it was handled in Season 6. Them banging in alleys or at the bronze just totally kills it for me. The one thing that I do really like, though, is the trio. I know that you got some hate for the trio and the feedback for the season, but I love them. I think that there are two reasons that it makes sense to me that they would be the main villains in this season. First, the season is general, in general is so depressing and down, so having a more comedic villain helps to balance it out. If it was a more serious villain, then there wouldn't be enough balance, in my opinion. Second, if you look at the big bads by season, season one, vampire, season two, vampire, season three, demon mayor, season four, cyborg, human, demon, computer, and col <laughs> computer, <laughs> and culminating with season five, a god. So as you can see, every season they seem to try to keep topping what they did the year before, but once you get to a god, there can't really be topped. So why even try? And I even like when Warren goes over the line. He's very hateable, and I think that makes him a good villain. But overall, I think this is a big step down from season 5, which is my favorite. Granted, even my least favorite seasons of Buffy are still very good, and there are some great episodes in the season, What's More with Feeling and Tabula Rasa, come to mind, as well as episodes that you have yet to see. Now on to As You Were. I am a huge Riley hater. 
He's actually my least favorite character to ever appear in the credits in the history of the show. Word. <laughs> I absolutely hated him in season four. I find the whole the initiative storyline to be laughable, and I never, and I was never never able to buy Riley and his stupid middle part hair as some military guy. So even I am surprised that I kind of liked this episode and was kind of happy to see Riley the first time I watched it. The show has changed so much since he left and has gotten so dark that Riley kind of brings a different energy to this episode that I like. Now if he would have stuck around, I would have started hating him again, but I don't mind having him back to close out his storyline and provide some closure for Buffy. It was something that Buffy really needed and is kind of a start to pulling out, to pulling her out of the downward spiral that she's been on. Not one of my favorites, but I surprisingly don't hate it either. Ray Doria. Nice. Thanks, Here's Ray. my thing. Yeah, thanks, Ray. I think the reason I enjoy season six so much is this, most of the stuff people complain about, like the the couple bad sex scenes and whatever, uh-huh. I think when I look back on it, I kind of shush. I kind <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. I don't dwell on them. It's kind of the opposite of what I do to couplet. I just kind of, eh, I really, I really like season six. It's got some weirdness to it. And some shushers. Right. And, you know, we're certainly not done. Well, I think it's kind of odd to let a couple bad sex scenes ruin a whole season for you. Yeah, I'm... You know, it's like, uh, you know. It's not just that. And, you know, he explains a lot of the stuff. He's he's pretty on par with the fandom. This with the, is, is it? Everything they all complain about is Buffy being depressed and down kind of bugs everyone, which that's kind of why I've said I, I kind of, I'm okay with it. I feel like it's natural. Mm-hmm. I know why she's depressed and down and... I like it. I I think it's okay. I it is stupid and I have complained heavily about it that she has a a job at the Double Meat Palace. She doesn't have to. Right. Um Yeah. So next next episode, do you think she's going to go back and beg for her job again? Well, I didn't see it as she necessarily lost her job. I mean, she just walked off her shift. Yeah, but I did that when mom died when I I was working. <laughs> <laughs> like see ya. <laughs> well, your mom died. <laughs> your ex boyfriend didn't come back. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Um, I I just don't see it as a you just lost your job. I don't know. I'm hoping she doesn't go back. <laughs> I'll put it that way. But, uh, yeah, and the the magic is drugs is kind of dumb, but it to say it doesn't work at all, I think is I think they overdo it. Mm-hmm. I think it works a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I guess now that I think about it, she probably won't go back to the Double Meat Palace because the reason for her being there was so Riley could see her working there. Uh, and it this this did have a feel of she's. Um, Maybe on her way to get back on her feet. Yeah, that very ending shot with her walking out of Spike's place. They kind of yeah. shined a little light on her. I noticed that. 
kind of seemed like a new beginning type feel. Right. So, okay, yeah, we're done with the Double Meat Palace. <laughs> I predict. It served its purpose. It did. The main purpose it was. Yes. So, but he does mention, so the trio is the big bad. Yes? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He said, main villains. <laughs> he didn't use the term big bad. True, although he pointed out all the other seasons big bad. <laughs> And you used to watch it. them as an example. So, okay. But I do. I love that, you know, and yes, we've had some hate in our feedback, but you haven't gotten hate from Sue and I. <laughs> We're a trio. We're pro-trio. <laughs> we are. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, well. Till last episode. <laughs> right. Dead things. Okay. But um, it is. It's fun. It is good having a big bad that's kind of silly. I agree. I think it's a good choice for uh, this season that's so dark and depressing. I think they did that on purpose. Oh, sure. And he's got a good point. You know, last season was a god. What do they do next? You know, I mean. So what are they going to do season seven? (sighs) I don't know. I guess we can discuss that in a few podcasts from now. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have to... As yeah. soon as you figure out what the big bad is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, our last feedback is from Val. And she... She says, as you were, Ugh, Riley's back, and he brought a wife too. Just great. Sue, I bet you were pretty surprised to see him again, right? Oh, wait. Some nitwit spoiled it for you. Nice going, <laughs> jerk face. <laughs> Ban her from the group, I say. Hey, wait, that's me. <laughs> yeah, well, so is your face. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to work that willow line in there. <laughs> uh, she says, anyway, like Double Meat Palace and Gone, this episode gets skipped. But this is the very last episode that I will be skipping this season. So woohoo, break out the bubbly. <laughs> Um, the last scene I really liked best because Buffy finally breaks it off with Spike. Sorry, Emily, and a probably heartbroken B. Yeah, I haven't heard from B. Oh, yeah. I don't hate them as a couple. I just prefer them and think they work better as friends or frenemies. At least no more Spike sexy times under dirty, scratchy rugs, behind smelly dumpsters, balconies of crowded clubs. You know, the usual romantic places. <laughs> um, Sue, do you think this is really the end of these two for good will Buffy keep her word Um, I think it's the end of them for a while Hmm. I don't see it being a permanent ending for those two Um, and she says and didn't you say in a recent podcast something to the effect that their relationship was killing Buffy because she said the same thing Sue nails it again (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember you saying that I think I remember saying that. 
I'm sure you do. I just don't remember it. I didn't go. Whoa! Buffy says that. <laughs> uh, she says, I just fast-forwarded through this one, but I remembered there was a part I wanted to see again. The scene when a vamp goes to bite Buffy and backs off because she has the double meat palace smell on her. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny that he was so repulsed by her that he wouldn't even take a bite. But then I saw something I didn't remember. Can someone tell me where the hell that steak came from that dusted the vamp? <laughs> Is it just me, or did it seem to shoot out of nowhere like an arrow because it really didn't seem like Buffy had thrown it? Just going by the way they cut back to her, and she's just standing there. I don't know. Maybe it was. Weird editing or something. For a second, I thought Spike might have been hiding around the graveyard, and he threw it, but he didn't mention anything about it later. Oh, who cares? I had the same feelings, Val. I had to watch it twice. I yeah, like, I did too. Who threw that? And I was expecting it to be Riley. I thought, because I knew Riley was going to oh. be. I thought she was going to turn around and Riley was there. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I had the exact same thoughts and that it, maybe it was Spike, but. I think it was her. I do too, because the look on her face was like, yes. It was yeah. just kind of like, there. I was, I had had it with you. <laughs> yep. You deserved that. And I think if it was someone besides her, she would have looked back like, who was that? Exactly. And she didn't at all. She was just like, yep. Yeah, but it was a weird cut back to her. Cause it was. It was does... weird editing. Yeah. That's my guess. She did seem to be in the exact same position that we had seen her before. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, Maybe all the shots of her doing something about it and making it look more natural were bad or something. And right. You just have to right. do that. Uh, she says, oh, look, Buffy and Spike found a new location to have sex behind a big tree right in front of her house. Really, guys? And they smushed Dawn's dinner to top it off. <laughs> yeah, the tree outside her house. Not not a great choice. <laughs> <laughs> not in the front yard, guys. I mean, <laughs> at least go to the backyard. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> She says, did those creepy spider-looking things that came running out of their eggs creep you out, Sue? <laughs> or did it look too CGI fake to bother you? By the way, have you ever gone back to your garden that the spider takes you away from? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've gone back to the garden. Um, no, they they were pretty fake. They didn't bother me. Yeah, they, they kind of look robotic-like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, she says, Sue, I love your prediction that you got half right, that R Riley would walk in on Buffy and Spike together. <laughs> <laughs> Darn you for getting that one right. <laughs> and Riley's heart would explode and die. Darn you for not getting that right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I left. Uh, she says, also on another podcast, when you said that as you were sounded like a military thing, I thought, oh, crap, any second she's going to guess that it's Riley coming back. And yeah, I was so we all did. <laughs> <laughs> I was so surprised you never did. <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't hit me either. It was just such a shock for you to start talking about Sandra and not even mention Riley after you saw that. like okay <laughs> I just think it's hilarious I would clear back to it's, <laughs> it's like the whole 
Riley thing was just swept from my head. I really shushed that whole thing. Because <laughs> seriously, he never even entered my thought process. That's so funny. And yeah, that just that makes so much more sense. <laughs> yep. Um... She says, of course, it didn't matter because someone blabbed and said it was him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can't, hear, can't wait to hear your guesses on the remaining ups. This should be interesting. I don't really have anything else to say except Riley, go away and don't come back. I take it back. The best part was Riley leaving, hopefully for the last time. Maybe he'll run into a cranky Bengal tiger in Nepal. Here's hoping. <laughs> <laughs> And then the rest of Al's feedback is what she's been watching. So we're All not right. doing that for this episode. So we'll save that, Val, for next time we do what we've been watching. But thanks, Val. Yeah, thanks. I promise you're totally forgiven <laughs> for spoiling me that it's Riley. Yep. It was fun to have you... Um... It was all worth it to just have you guess on how they're going to bring him back. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we did get that fun out of it. Yep. Which we wouldn't have gotten. Well, and you know, just watching the scene where you see Riley for the first time, I think I would have been like, oh, no way. And then just went, eh, all right. You know, it's not yeah, like it's it would have. Like total mind blower. Yeah, it wouldn't have like exploded my brain or anything, so. It for getting spoiled, that was an okay one to get spoiled on. Yeah. Just don't do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be careful which Facebook page you're on. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks for the feedback, everyone. Yeah, we've decided to discuss Angel first. Mm-hmm. You know, my likes and dislikes aren't separated, so these are going to be pretty intertwined, all right? <laughs> they already are. Right. So that's fine. Okay. Do you want to do your, did you figure out your likes and dislikes? Yeah, I just jotted a few down. Um, okay. My likes are Lauren calling Angel a bunch of different pastries. <laughs> <laughs> Jealous Angel. Um, the vampire not wanting to fight Buffy because she stinks. <laughs> and, and Xander and Anya's wedding talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, every time it cut to them, I was always like, yay. <laughs> what, what are they going to argue about now? <laughs> and I love the idea of like his family and her demons all together. <laughs> um, and dislikes, I... I just have, like, Gru coming back. I don't know. I hope it doesn't last very long. I I, I don't think I like him. Mm-hmm. So, I'm kind of... kind of not happy that he's suddenly back in the picture. Although I did expect to see him again, so I don't know. I don't know. You did. You did call that he'd be back. Yeah. And... That's all I really got for dislikes. I'm sure there's more. I just can't think of them. Yeah. Maybe you'll remember some when I say mine. I don't right. Know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like all of Angel and Lauren's talks in these two episodes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I like I like Kai Rumption. I like the concept and how Fred was excited about it a few episodes ago and kept saying it. I just like the callback of <laughs> Right. And I just I like the concept that it's two champions getting together and like destiny I don't know. I like that there's a certain word and they've made it up and it's like so known in Pylea that Fred knew about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Um, I liked that Gunn loved the ballet and that he totally owned it. He's just so excited about it. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Um, I liked I liked how Buffy called Spike William when she broke up with him. It seemed respectful. It did. In a way anything else she could have said would. And she's called him William once before, and it was... It, it was the I think it was the time when he was sneaking on her when he first fell in love with her and it's the out for a walk bitch scene. Oh, mhm. She calls him William like he's a naughty little boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like explain yourself, William. <laughs> and so I just I don't know, sometimes William just comes out in her and I like that this time it just really felt like she was respecting him by saying that, for whatever reason. It had a nice feeling to it. Sad, but... Yes. I know, at this point, we're not all... I mean, even me is not super sad she broke up with him, because it just wasn't good. <laughs> anyway. I dislike Gru. <laughs> I just wrote Gru. I dislike Gru. Oh, good. <laughs> Um, I disliked the demon tree going cold. So cold. (laughs) 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 It was so bad. Um, I disliked, I disliked Dawn's confrontational attitude. I've had it. Ugh. When she approaches Riley with her hands on her hips, I was just like, I have had it with you. Yeah. You were confrontational with everybody, and I guess she's a teenager, but good grief. (laughs) It's so lame. Yes, I'm I'm with you there, totally. Alright, that's all I wrote down. Right on. Alright, this is going to be a little strange, and as you were, it's not going to be very fun, because you, there's only one episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait in the wings a couple of times. <laughs> so, we have the <laughs> number 19 episode of the season, and number two. <laughs> Guess. <laughs> <laughs> pressure like I'm gonna guess wrong but it's gotta be waiting in the rings as number two yes <laughs> couple of is 19 for a second I panicked I was like wait a second <laughs> <laughs> oh you got it okay waiting in the wings is uh, number 12 of all time wow it's a popular it's 
If it's not in my top five, it's in my top ten, absolutely. Favorite episodes to watch. I really enjoy watching this episode. I think it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It's a good episode, and it's well done, and it's it's got a lot of fun moments. It does, and I like I like the story. I like the the ghost possession and the ballet going on for over a hundred years. The same ballet. I love it. Yeah, and yeah. I love that you get to watch some ballet. Well, and I love how you know when when Angel goes and talks to the ballerina. You know, and she's like, there's a moment when my foot slips. And she's like, it slips every night. So it's not just dancing the same ballet. She's like, it's the same performance. (laughs) Yeah, and for a prima ballerina, you can imagine. I just really thought about that, thinking how much that must bug her. That she has to make that same mistake every night of her life. Right, right. And just how... Just... Doing that same thing night after night. One of the thoughts, I didn't write it down, but when I was watching it, one of the thoughts that went through my head was, that must be how, like, Mick Jagger feels. Like, <laughs> not that he's been doing it for 100 years, but kind of close. Kind of close. <laughs> but can you imagine singing Satisfaction at Mick Jagger's age now? That's just got to be like, no. uh No. You know? <laughs> I've seen this a hundred thousand times. You know? I can't believe they still tour. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would be having none of it. Yeah. So, no, I like I like this one a lot. But I do. I love. I think it's cute. I love Gun in this episode. I just love how. Mad he was an angel and <laughs> disappointed he was in the ballet and I love that he loved it and I love that he owned it. He didn't only love it, he's like, I don't care. That was this is awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he he enjoyed it more than any of them. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't try and act tough about it. He was just like <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I love that. And I think I like them getting together and I like the Angel and Cordy stuff a lot. Just it's a great episode, just front to back, just mm-hmm. pleasurable to watch. I think. My first note on it is a quote from Angel: "I cried like a baby, and I was evil." <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to picture Angelus <laughs> at the ballet. <laughs> and what, so beautiful. what does he say about getting box seats he just like ate everyone <laughs> yeah if he didn't get box seats he just ate the people that had them <laughs> <laughs> yep my next note is haunted ballet was that the phantom of the ballet I think that's when you see like the Kerskoff guy Oh, down yeah. on the stage, it's showing like up in the rafters, and you see a guy walk. I was like, "Ooh, who's that?" And the giggling and crying. Yeah, that's one of my notes later. I'm like, "Okay, are they laughing or crying?" So are they the, like the theater masks? That's my thing, and this is a nitpick. I think they should have made them look more like the classical happy sad theater masks, because they didn't look like them. But that was obviously what they were going for. Yeah, I guess I've guess I've never heard that definitively, but they were right. That's what I was because my note before, like, why are these mask guys laughing? That's creepy. And then later, I'm like, wait, are they laughing or are they crying or is it both? 
And that yeah, I think it hit it me. I'm like, oh, cool. they're the theater masks. I, I'm guessing they were supposed to be more like that, and they started out uh, in, like, on paper. Oh, and then they're, they're the happy, sad theater masks. And then mask designer, whoever, did it. Maybe it got tweaked. And maybe this is, maybe Joss didn't like the look of yeah. them looking like the classical theater mask, so they tweaked it to just, to where it became, I wouldn't look at those and think theater masks. No, it was the laughing and crying that got me, but then I was also like, does the ballet use the, I mean, are those just the masks for anything on a stage? I I think so, I think so. I, I kind of just... thought they were more like drama, like, like, yeah, they are. like plays or... But okay. I think that's also just stage. Just any stage performance. I think so. Okay. Probably more so stage plays and things, but I'm not going to nitpick. I think yeah. it was an interesting concept. It just... It the made execution them... made it a little weird. The visual execution, the noises they were making was very creepy to me. Yeah. I like that. Um, I have, oh no, she's going for gun, and Cordy thinks it's Wesley she's talking about. This is when they were in the dress shop, so. Yep, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and they have stopped calling me pastries. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Lauren in that. <laughs> oh, you like him. He calls he them cinnamon him. buns. <laughs> <laughs> Was he doing that on purpose to see if he'd like say something or did he just <laughs> mentally get stuck? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was hungry. <laughs> That's, yeah. Because he called him like three different ones. He did. <laughs> In a very short period of time. <laughs> yep. I think Lauren was hungry and wanted some pastries. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just, I loved it when they see Cordy and Lord's like, oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's funny. Yep. Um. I did kind of think that, you know, gun gets stabbed, and I was just like, uh oh, you know. I just never know what. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if you'd think he was going to die, and you're like, oh, that's how they solve that. <laughs> kind of, and I was like, that's just like Joss, and I didn't even know that he wrote and directed this one. I didn't uh, catch that in the credits, and I was like, oh, that's typical of him. He's going to get him and Fred together and then kill him. <laughs> Couples just can't be happy in this universe. Sure. <laughs> Joss, that's not above, he's not above that. <laughs> right, so I was actually kind of surprised that he wasn't wounded that bad. He's a wild card, you just never know. Yeah. I've got a line from Angel, I've been possessed by spirits of lovers before, it never goes well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote, this is way better than I only have eyes for you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I also wrote down, Fred looks pretty. I think she looked so pretty. I thought she looked prettier than Cordelia. She did. I liked her dress a lot. She did look very pretty. I thought Cordelia looked really pretty, too. Oh, she did. I don't know. I was just... I was wooed by Fred. <laughs> nice. I just thought... She, and maybe I've just never seen her as dressed up. I just thought she looked very pretty. And then I wrote Poor Wesley. I've got Poor Wesley written down about four times. <laughs> <laughs> I have it written down twice. And you know what? I was like, after I wrote it down the second time, I'm like, I should do a How Well Do I Know My Sister that Sue writes down Poor Wesley at least twice. <laughs> Two. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Between the two episodes, I think I've written down four times. I have it twice in this one alone. I just feel bad. I like Wesley a lot. Me too. So I hope, I hope something comes along his way. I hope he's happy. <laughs> Me um, too. Oh, speaking of, this is just like a total tangent so his his name is alexis right yeah and he's married to allison hannigan yeah so jason siegel was on a recent um wtf with mark Marin. yeah his girlfriend's name alexis oh that's weird i thought oh <laughs> they played a married couple and they both are with someone named alexis <laughs> <laughs> just thought i'd give you all a little window into my brain <laughs> Interesting observation. <laughs> well, it's not that common of a name. <laughs> Definitely not. In fact, he's my first Alexis, I think. And so I guess I never even thought about if it's a girl's name or a boy's name. It must be. I mean, not that gender. I don't know. There's Ryans now that are girls. and Yeah. Always been Ryans that are boys. Right. So. There's a lot of non-gender specific, but. It seems like more and more people are naming girl boy names. I think I had heard of Alexis as a girl way before hmm. him cuz I thought of it as a girl name. So, is it like a is it like does it have Russian roots or something? I usually think when I think of Alex, I think of Russians for some reason. Well, probably because of like Alexander the Great. Oh, sure. So, <laughs> That could be it. Probably a derivative of that. <laughs> <laughs> but Alexis even seems more Russian to me. Yeah. Anyway, whatevs. Anywho, um, I liked watching the ballerina dance into nothing. Like when the ballerinas, like she did this, like this hop and then just disappeared. Not the main ballerina? The main ballerina does she, it. like, bows she bows that's at the end but there's angel, a but... there's a scene before that where she kind of does a oh, really? little hop and poof i do like how they once they get off stage they do poof away yeah it's weird it's... it's weird though that they do that and then he can talk to her you'd think that it'd be more like a something that couldn't interact yeah that i found a little weird but i shushed it I think it, it it's a little the only part that was confusing was this guy's hold on reality. I'm wondering if the only reason Angel was able to talk to her and she to talk to him is because his hold his magic hold was going away. That's the idea I got. They were wearing it down. 
But so, a normal night, like a week ago, their performance, you wouldn't be able to talk to her, right? Yeah, that's the idea I got. Because okay. I think Angel even did kind of mention that. Like, we've okay. only got, we don't have much time or something. And you could kind of see the the air kind of going wonky. Like, you get the right. idea that he was the main dude was trying to keep, you know, the spell, but couldn't. Um. Oh, yeah, I have, who is at the hotel? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's kind of like a, it could be really bad, and it just kind of drops it, and you have to be like, all right, well, I'll get back into this. <laughs> well, I thought it was, um, my first guess was Holtz. Oh, sure, yeah. Because we haven't seen him for a while, and all you could see was kind of like scraggly hair, and I was like, man, Holtz has kind of scraggly hair. Oh, yeah, I don't remember my first viewing. Because we haven't seen what him. I thought. Um, I loved it when Angel jumped up into Kurskoff, was that his name? Into yeah. his box. And he goes, hey, where's your power center? <laughs> <laughs> I'll guess. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> We've discussed this before because we laughed at the other time he did that with the, the thing in the demon's forehead. I think it was Buffy's episode in Angel. Oh, the jewel yeah, and she's like, how did you know? <laughs> and I was like, it just seems so obvious. Yeah. If you're, like, playing a video game, yes. then if you saw a demon, you'd be like, yeah, that's the point I need to kill. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's funny. A little same. It reminded me of that, and I loved it. I loved it both times. <laughs> <laughs> I'll guess. <laughs> yep. Then my next note is, oh, hell, that guy? <laughs> I'm talking about Gru. <laughs> mm, yeah. And I have poor Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's my thing. So are they trying to say that you have to feel some of what the hotspot is about to be sucked into one? Is that, like, is that the Wesley factor here? Here's my thing. So Buffy, or, so, so Cordelia and Angel get sucked into it. Right. And I feel like they, it's pretty clear that they both have feelings for each other. And so. They were more susceptible. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I felt like they made that. This is just this last time watching it. I've never thought it before. It never occurred to me. But I feel like Wesley was in the exact situation of jealousy to where that hotspot hit him. Right. So I'm kind of feeling that they did that. One of the reasons they did that is to make us think about that, that maybe you had to have be in kind of the same situation to have the hotspot affect you. I'll go with that. Yeah. I think, I, I think that's legit. Like, I don't think that hotspot would have affected Gunn. You know? Right. The one the that... The jealous one. Right, right. But maybe if he and Fred walked into the ballerina's room, it would have hit them. Right. So, I don't know. I think it was a subtle... I, they've... They have made it pretty clear Angel's feelings, but we're still... Cordy seems really oblivious still. So I think they feel like they need to do that a little bit to make us think. You know, Cordy, she may not know it, but she is into him. <laughs> yeah, but there was a... 
couple little hints, like, I mean, when she, when Lorne and Angel are together, and she shows up in the doorway wearing that dress, and then, you know, walks up to Angel and starts fixing his tie and stuff, that was a little flirty, don't you think? Yeah. And she kept getting offended that she was misreading him. She misread a lot of people this episode. She did. But she was misreading him when he was, like, weird about the kissing because he really had those feelings. And, you know, his mm-hmm. point was, if we, you know, get together, I don't want that to be our first kiss, really, or our first experience together. Right, right. So I want to forget it so we can start fresh and be actually kissing each other for our first time. And she, he didn't have a chance to go on, but she, two, I think two times, he, his hesitation in kissing her and all talking about that, she misreads that he was like, ew, I had to kiss Cordy. She and does. And that offended her, which I guess could offend you just as a person. Yeah. Or could be that you're supposed to read it that she's <clears throat> yeah I she totally took that wrong and that kind of surprised me how wrong she took it because he made it pretty clear you know I just don't mm-hmm. want that to be our first kiss meaning he wants a first kiss you know <laughs> right and it, it might be one of those things where they're making someone way more you know Cordy's a smart and astute yeah so I think they're dumbing her down a little bit too much. Maybe if I want to nitpick. Right, again. right. She should be picking up on the fact that he likes her. Well, he also, when when they're trying to get past the, like, bouncer, security guard guy. Oh, right. And he says something like... You know, the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Right. And she's like, well, what did you say? You know, so she heard that. So. I like those two. <laughs> 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 oh, it's also, it still surprises me, but I just do so much. I think it's funny. Yeah. It is kind of surprising. Bravo show. I never would have suspected I would have liked it, but I do. Yeah, it is. It's fun. I wonder what'll happen. I know. I wonder that to myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just have... Yeah. We can talk about predictions after. Yeah. We talk about couplet. Which is not everyone possessed by... A Shakespearean spell. Were they all speaking couplets? That is not what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good guess. Joss really likes Shakespeare. Uh, I know. It just made perfect sense to me. <laughs> 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 all right, so... Addition to couplet being ranked number nineteen of the season, it's ranked number eighty six. Hmm. I don't know. I 
I think that's a little harsh. I think so, because, like I said, there's a lot of dumb stuff in this, but the angel stuff really redeems it. Yeah, and I I think it's, again... (laughs) Bunny dropped his bone. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big bone. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a cow femur. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We get them at um, IFA. They sell, like, actual cow femur bones, and Bunny just loves them. He chews on them for about a year. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yep. Um, It's... It seems like the episodes with the bad demon get punished a lot in these things where I can shush them out better. Although, with this one's a bad example because I don't shush out the tree demon very well. But it's, again, I think it suffers mostly from just that thing where the big bad, not big bad, but the... What do we call him? Just the villain of the, the villain. episode. Uh-huh. If it's bad, it'll suffer in the rankings. No matter how good the rest is. Right, that's crazy because seriously, he's barely in the episode. <laughs> he really is. And like we've stated, we don't watch the show for the demons, we watch it for the characters. And... Yeah, that's just surprising that people would let that little three to five minute, I'm going to say... If that ruins it. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't looked at the whole list of this season, but I, I'd be surprised if this is, if there's only, what, three worse than this in the season? Seems like it started out really bad. It, I know, <laughs> I know. I, I remember, a, a, I think there was like, two of our podcasts in a row where I was like, they suck. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I think we would disagree on these rankings. I do, because I would say the Tree Demon is probably one of the worst ones so far in Angel in the series I've seen. But again, barely any screen time. Not enough to ruin (laughs) the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. So, anywho, my my first thing is a quote from Angel. This place is starting to turn into a hotel. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's when he finds out that Gru stayed at Cordy's the night before, and he's like, well, good, because this place is starting to turn into a hotel. That's awesome. <laughs> I liked um, the weapons part where um, they go to fight that thing and Cordy's handing weapons out and she gives, that's the my, that's my favorite broadsword. Yes. <laughs> and then she has Angel, the small axe. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at it. And then he looks at Gru and he just has the best look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> There's no line. It's just funny. <laughs> I have Angel has it bad for Cordelia. That's in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then I have I wonder if Lauren's cousin did the dance of revolution. 
between the dance. <laughs> there has to be a dance of revolution. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I was wondering if they gave Gru that line just to make us all think of <laughs> <laughs> the dance of, what was it? Dance of joy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a dance of triumph. Yes. I they mentioned about three or four dances. Right. So now we have the dance of revolution. <laughs> um, and then I got, I was like, did Cordy just see Gru as a demon? Is he like a scary demon in this dimension? I didn't realize she was having a, a vision of a different demon. I. Well, they don't ever, they've never done that before. Because they turned him. The person, they turned him into it, and his words came. So I think that was a throw, trying to throw us off. Okay. I think it did to you what it, they wanted to do. Okay. <laughs> to make you go, oh, Groot, what's going on here? Because <laughs> they've never done that. She's had visions, and they don't turn into the people she's standing next to. Right. Although we haven't had a lot of it since she's become a demon. Right, right. So I guess we could give them a little bit of a pass right well it kind of made sense to me because in his Empilea the way Angel looked you know mm -hmm. how he was so much more of a scary guy right and so I was like oh I guess in this dimension Gru is because he is only half human right so Interesting. it worked on me <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I have a question. No, go on. Oh, I just had another quote from Angel. Did he seem shorter to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, what's your question? So the whole potion thing. Mm -hmm. Why is it never brought up? Why doesn't Cordy just go herself? I wondered that myself. <laughs> they just never bring that up, the fact that... Okay, so and it's weird... I thought that was stupid that she didn't trust Gru to go get the potion. Where's the precedence to that? I don't know. So it just, it seemed really, I don't know, done sloppily. It was that done sloppily. Angel had to accompany. Angel had to go get it. Because to me, she could have gone herself. She could have gone herself. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, where is the precedence? Angel, I'm taking a long lunch. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I guess her thoughts of Gru going alone. Yes, he's she, naive. He is naive. And does she think that he's just so beautiful that the women in the brothel will just overtake him? You know, I mean. I looked at it more like, because, sorry, ladies, but he's not. He's not. <laughs> or, sorry, whoever plays Gru, <laughs> actor man. I, I don't know. I've said it before. I think I said it during the Pylea stuff. He's just not attractive to me at all. I think we both did. He's just not yeah. our type. I just, I don't see it. With the long, what did she call Battlefield it? Earth hair. Battlefield Earth <laughs> <laughs> That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> With that or looking like Angel. Just, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Just not my thing, but... Anyway, I think I read it more like 
he was so naive if he goes to a brothel he could get instantly wrapped up in a prostitute of some sort or something and right and but he seems to get relationships and stuff yeah yeah just fine no it was just a way to it was contrived yeah it was just a way to get angel to get it for her just to make it more awful for angel exactly yep not only do I have to know you guys are having sex, I have to be the one to facilitate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so at the brothel, the lady in red, which is the first, like, lady that works there that we see, is creepy. Did you notice her? She's got Twisty the Clown mouth. <laughs> yes! <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was so scary. It was. <laughs> it was. I didn't like her at all. Uh-uh. Yeah. I like it when Angel, Wesley, and Cordelia are talking, and Wesley starts talking about maybe there's a, you know, magical prophylactic or something, and Angel's like, or jogging. Jogging's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't like Angel's hilarious. I like Jealous Angel. <laughs> jealous Angel's good. Yep. And I, I just, yeah, I felt sorry for Angel because I'm like, that sucks. Gru gets to save the day because of Angel's limitations, you know? Yeah. So, Gru gets to be the, the champion, the, you know. Yeah, I didn't look someone talked about mopey angel i didn't i really kind of felt for him i did Instead too of just thinking he was mopey i thought i really put myself in his place and thought that really would suck yep i agree and i didn't i did it with wesley too just kind of you know what they have a right to make it think it sucks a little bit exactly and angel <laughs> really do. he didn't seem broody and mopey to me no, and boy, the boy can brood. You yeah, know? we've seen it. So he he was chivalrous. I thought. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There was a, a, his chivalry made the little mopey comments to his friends even better. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna be cool about this, but really. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I like the how he said, "Didn't did he seem short to you?" He did it to a couple people, and then <laughs> when <laughs> when she cuts his hair and brings him back in Angel's yeah. clothes, she said she thinks he's a little taller. he's a little taller than you. <laughs> I forgot to check and watch them stand together and know who was shorter. Did <laughs> yep. you ever? Figure I it didn't. Out? I I actually need to go back and see. But yeah, I thought that was really funny too. Then I, haha, you're one of a kind. I've got three of them. (laughs) (laughs) He just can't get a break. (laughs) I've got battlefield earth hair. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have like a tree demon that gets into chat rooms. (laughs) Yeah, that was like so. (laughs) I I don't know. Not only is he a tree demon, but he like. 
gets into chat rooms. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then when Angel at the end gives Cordy the money and says to, you know, go away for a couple of weeks, I'm like, well, that's pretty smart of him. He wants to deal with his feelings about her yeah. while and not have her around. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I do too. And I thought that's that was smart because they're just, it would be hard to get over someone if you're with them every day, you know? Oh, yeah. And you could tell he was trying to be chivalrous and, you know, like I just said, but then he'd just have to make comments. <laughs> it's funny. They were great comments. They were great comments. And then I have, so Lauren is just basically the nanny. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I How convenient. <laughs> I do. Okay, I'm looking at Angel. I put it on Netflix on my iPad right now. They are, like, exactly the same height. <laughs> <laughs> Not, well, if I was to guess anyone, I'd say Angel is a little taller. Huh. Makes for a good joke throughout. It did. Yeah, they're pretty similar, but I... My opinion is that Angel's taller. But Cordy is so... I mean, it would make sense that she would think that, because she is so blinded. Yep. Like, <laughs> I love that scene at the end. It's sad, but... When Angel gives Gru the credit, and then Gru gives the, tells the truth and gives the credit right back to Angel, and... And Cordy gets these stars in her eyes. Oh, can you can you believe him? He just took the credit and just ignores the fact that Angel had just done it like five seconds before. <laughs> yeah, stuff. there's some fun stuff in this episode. Oh, and did anyone else when she ripped Gru's shirt and Angel's like, that's my favorite shirt. Yes. Did anyone else go, that's me only shirt. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's all I could think of. <laughs> oh, I remember that, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's me favorite shirt. That's me only shirt. <laughs> well, anything else? Well, I just have it at the end. Dun, dun, dun. So what did it say? The the father will kill the son? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... I'm not falling for it. <laughs> 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 not falling for it. Well, what do you think? Um... Well, Angel is not going to kill the baby. So it's a different father and son. Those uh, prophecies can be a little, you know, the baby won't be born. And so it was like, oh, yeah. So the baby was, it technically wasn't born. Right. They can be misleading. That's the word. Yeah. So 
Yeah, so maybe it does have something to do with Angel and Connor, but not kill. There's Maybe he'll turn him into a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a little vampire baby. <laughs> Your biggest fear. <laughs> a few episodes ago. <laughs> I don't want a vampire baby. Yeah, no, it's... Wesley translated it wrong. And it's really the father is going to save the son or something. It's because wasn't in the when they were doing the prophecy earlier. He thought it was death and it was actually birth. Ah, uh, Shanshu. <laughs> yes. So well, it means both. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's been translated wrong. Because yeah, I. I don't buy it. I'm not falling for it. Not going to fall for that hoodwink? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've learned my lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Has Wesley? Um, No, I think Wesley is going to think that it's Angel killing Connor. With some madcap results? Yes. Yes, so, I mean, I I don't have too many, I really don't have any predictions on what it's actually going to come out to be, but it's, it's not going to be Angel killing Connor. Well, maybe you'll figure it out and you could work through it when you hear your next assignment. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't remember what they're called. <laughs> All right, so you're going to be watching three Angel episodes next. Okay. Uh, It'll be Loyalty, Sleep Tight, and Forgiving. Hmm. Interesting. Loyalty. Uh, I don't know. That is just very ambiguous. That could mean a lot of things. Someone's loyal to someone. (laughs) I'm trying to, like, rack my brain. (laughs) I know what goes on in these three episodes. I just don't know why specifically that one's called loyalty. Alright. Sleep tight. I'm going with the spell. There's some sort of sleeping spell. (laughs) I'm going with Fred. There's going to be, like, some... Snow White action or Sleeping Beauty stuff. Yeah, so Fred gets some sleep spell and (laughs) (laughs) and her true love has to kiss her to wake her up and it's going to be Wesley. Like, Gun's going to kiss her and she doesn't wake up. Wesley does and she wakes up. Boom. Boom. <laughs> um, forgiving. I'm going with a angel slash Cordelia theme. Um, so Gun doesn't have a lot of forgiving to do. Gun's <laughs> <laughs> just out of the picture. <laughs> yeah, I think something goes. 
like the Cordelia and Gru taking this two weeks off together, I think they're going to, it's not going to work out. Hmm. And Cordelia is going to come back and Angel's going to forgive her. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's all I got. Well, he seemed to get a vibe from her that she wasn't into him. (laughs) Gru did. That's true. He did. But, I mean, they kind of explained that as she was into him. She was just afraid she would give him her visions. Right, and she was quite into him at the end. Yes. So, I think she's into him, but... I think it's going to be one of those things where they spend some time together and realize, oh, you know. Yeah. This isn't working. <laughs> yeah. I, I really, really, really don't see Gru being in the rest of the series. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode, Gru's in the credits. <laughs> You're like, dang it. is somehow Cordy has to make a choice between being loyal to the gang and being loyal to Gru and she chooses Gru and then Sleep Tight is just a one-off where Fred is Sleeping Beauty and then Forgiving is Cordy realizes she made a mistake and she should have chose the gang and they all forgive her. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) okay so when you those events you described in loyalty does that mean you think there's going to be a time jump and she's back or do we see them out on an island somewhere or whatever (laughs) um i'm i'm thinking time jump okay i think the two weeks have gone by and she's back and yeah and for whatever reason she kind of has to choose between grew and and the rest of them and she chooses grew and then in forgiving, she realizes her mistake. Because maybe he is a demon. I don't know. I don't know. I never know what these episodes are. <laughs> <laughs> I never would have predicted a tree demon that gets into chat rooms. No, you would not. <laughs> so. And with the wings was not oh, yeah. 40 and getting demon wings. <laughs> That's true. We still need to see more Cordy Demon stuff. Yeah. Not just visions. And floaty. And floating. So. All right. All right. Move on to Buff. Yep. You're working. But just not grill I want to explain. I just don't have time. I've been up for 48 hours straight tracking something bad. Now it's come to Sunnydale. My hat has a cow. Which means we have to find the nest and fast before Sunnydale turns into the Trouble Meat Palace. I wish I'd said something else. 
makes seeing you in bed with that idiot, or that blinding orange is your very best color, or that that burger smell is appealing. You smelled the smell? number 21 for this season <laughs> it's, uh, it's as you were which and it's, it's ranked number 134 wow okay here is my deal I surprising like was it Elizabeth many of our feedback people I surprisingly like it no Val didn't like it at all right <laughs> I think she was the only one I surprisingly like it so much more than I th- ever think I would I love what they did I love that he's married to like this Mary Sue is that what they're called (laughs) do you know about Mary Sue's oh I've heard of this but I can't think of what that concept is for some reason I read like a full essay on what a Mary Sue is and it's I think I'm not positive but I think it ties with fan fiction more than anything, mm. but it's probably a literature concept, but it may have, the term Mary Sue might have originated with fan fiction, because here's the deal, is that people write these stories, and it's it's often that person writing it mm-hmm. plays the part of this person that comes into a story you know. And they're like the perfect person. Everyone falls in love with them. They come on and they solve everybody's problems. Mm, uh-huh. And they're just this like thing. <laughs> right? Right. That's just totally this um, daydream of someone. You know, you can imagine, like, a fan fiction writer writing into Harry Potter or something and being, like, this character that all the boys love. Right. <laughs> and they just come on and they do the best. They're the best at the spells. and. Right, right. They're prettier yeah, that... than Hermione. Yes, that is that is what happens in fan fiction a lot. And they it's kind of disparaged. You know, it's, it's not good fan fiction. Although there's probably an audience for it. But it's it's a Mary Sue. And I love that they did that. And I don't know if that's what they were going for, but I think it's funny. And I can deal with Riley. I like Riley with this girl. I think it's funny. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, you be with her. Great. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's like, yay, he's married. (laughs) Yes. I love picturing him with her in like this fantasy, total fantasy great whatever I think it's hilarious I enjoy it I think it's fun to watch and I would never that surprises me again big surprise again and it's probably because she just can't have him (laughs) right right yeah you just know that there's not a chance that Riley and Buffy are getting back together Mm -hmm. and that is very soothing And then I just, I find her Mary Sue-ness just funny. And the more I watch it, the funnier it gets. Yes. 
the first time I may have been more annoyed, but it just it get it, it's on some level it's pretty ridiculous. If you watch it from a eye with an eye that's like this is ridiculous, it's funny. Mhm. I liked her. Her talks with Willow, and <laughs> you do. You kind of just like her. She's <laughs> she's kind of a neat person. <laughs> I know. Well, one of my notes, like, more than halfway through is, okay, Sam seems pretty cool. She's pretty nice and can kick some ass. I'd marry her, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, they just make her so likable. You know. Yeah. Like, even Willow at the end has her email address. <laughs> like, they're going to say that. <laughs> Willow, what a bitch. <laughs> Me laugh. <laughs> Me too. Willow trying to be all best friendy and supportive. All hater. For you. But she just can't. <laughs> no one can. <laughs> <laughs> I am... I am kind of surprised at how bad this is ranked to people. I'm totally surprised. Val's attitude must be a little more... I don't remember hearing a lot of people talk about it. Have I forgotten to listen to podcasts, maybe? Maybe. And I don't go into chat rooms. I mean, I'm not saying it was a great episode and I loved it, but 134 seems kind of harsh. (laughs) seems really harsh (laughs) we could sit down right now and easily name 10 worse yes because i find this again like waiting in the wings i think it's just fun to watch (laughs) what's your first note um the vampire doesn't want to fight her because she stinks (laughs) (laughs) mine's before that i wrote buffy would totally know machiavelli she made a william s burroughs joke that's true (laughs) I got so mad at that. <laughs> yeah. I I can't abide that Buffy doesn't know who Machiavelli is. Right. I know she's supposed they like to play her sometimes as the stupid blonde, but she's not. Mm-mm. And Machiavelli is not an obscure reference at all. No. So that annoyed me. Yeah, I mean, even if you haven't read it, most people would catch the reference, at least know a little bit about it, you know? Yeah, she. I don't remember what she says, but it's like she had never even heard the name. Right. No way. Right. I, I can't. <laughs> um, my second note is, can't Willow make Dawn dinner? What... What does Willow do anyway? Is she still in school? Yeah. Well, they haven't said she's not. They haven't said she is either, I don't think. True. I'm like... She had her recovery times. I don't know. It just really bugged me that, you know, Buffy comes home with this hamburger and Dawn's like, I just can't have any more of these. And then Willow comes down. Hey. You know, it's like... You've been home? Make some damn dinner. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, Willow is selfish. Yeah. I don't know. 
but she'll take her to the bronze. I know, because then that's my next note. Shouldn't Dawn be grounded or something for shoplifting? (laughs) 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 And now she's okay with Buffy being gone so much? Because she's like, oh, I'll see you later tonight. Unless you're working. Maybe I'll see you tomorrow. Unless you're working. You know. It's like, wasn't last episode all about how much you hated her being gone so much? And I don't know. Yeah, I'm just <sighs> kind of lame. And as, you know, Willow is not only not helping, she's also seems to be quite the freeloader. Yes. And just. It's frustrating. Yeah. I get really stuck on that stuff and get really annoyed the more I think about it. <laughs> it's really kind of annoying me, too. <laughs> Freeloader Willow. <laughs> I know. It's like, okay, so you don't have a job and you don't help with the rent. Could you at least make dinner for my sister? <laughs> you know? I'm I'm working my butt off for everyone. Working full time. At the Double Meat Palace. And slaying. <laughs> you know? <Yeah>. It's like... <laughs> Could you at least make some hamburger helper? (laughs) That's pretty easy. (laughs) And cheap, I imagine. (laughs) Yes, I think so. (laughs) I did like the the meeting with Buffy and Riley at the Double Meat Palace where she's like, were you always this tall? (laughs) My hat has a cow. (laughs) (laughs) I like that too. He's got a scar across his face. Yeah. So he's been out fighting. Um... And then, so he's describing this Solvay or demon thing that's in town. And he goes, it's nearly extinct. I have, yet yeah, one turns into ten and ten turns into a hundred. That doesn't sound very extinct to me. Yeah, that didn't make a lot of sense. The whole thing didn't make a lot of sense. That's like saying rabbits are nearly extinct. <laughs> And he, and then he says something like, "It's not the hatching that's the problem. Why would the hatching not be a problem?" I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yep. <laughs> like, it's like in the same breath too. He's like nearly <laughs> extinct. One turns into ten, ten turns into a hundred. <laughs> Like, do they know what extinct means? <laughs> do they mean to use another word? <laughs> that means the opposite of extinct. <laughs> and the whole doctor thing is totally ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Now, my first watch, I was pretty sure he wasn't the doctor. Before I watched last night, I was about 60% sure he was and 40% sure he wasn't. And then after last night, I would put me more at about 85, 15. Now, that he is? Yes. And here's the deal. has I know it is an ambiguous thing, and I know that the fandoms argued whether he is or not. And I'm just wondering, has there... I was... <laughs> last night, I was on Sue Watches Buffy. I was going to type, can you guys tell me if... It's ever been confirmed by a writer or anyone that Spike is actually the Doctor. And then I thought, 
you know, I could probably just Google it. And then I just didn't do either. (laughs) 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 So, uh, yeah. I don't know if it's ever been confirmed that he was. I know that they left it ambiguous. And the more I watch uh, Spike's reactions, the more I go, oh, he probably is. What was your... What was your thoughts? Well, I've only seen it the one time. And mm-hmm. where I'm at right now, I think he was telling the truth when he said he was just hanging on to those for a friend. Yeah, and that was how I was. And that's why I was I was pretty 50-50. And my first watch, I was almost sure he wasn't. But... I don't know. The more I watch it and the more looks he gives and explanations he gives, I wonder. Yeah. But I want him not to be. If he is, I think it was very just not thinking. I mean... Yeah. Being kind of just not really knowing what he was doing, but I don't know. I wish they didn't leave it so ambiguous. And, you know, so spoiler it, it alert, never comes never, up again. No, not oh, even a interesting. whisper of it. Oh, that's weird. I thought it would. Nope. I thought that was going to be all part of, like, the next few episodes. The Big Bad's the Doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. That's weird that it's never brought up again. Yeah, sorry. Spoiler alert. Hmm. It's done. Interesting. I don't know. I kind of believe him that he was holding him for a friend. But I don't know. He, I don't know. Like I said, yeah. I was in your shoes and now I'm changed a little bit. I don't want to be, but I can't help it. I can't bury my face in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it when Buffy compares the demon to really mean tribbles. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Has Buffy been doing research on the trio? <laughs> Dealing with these nerds, you see. <laughs> it's like that. I mean, do you know about triples? <laughs> the trouble with triples. All right. Yeah. I only know about that from Carol. I've seen the episode a couple times. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I've never seen Star Trek. But she mentioned it, and maybe in the episode I haven't edited yet. <laughs> it's like six months old. <laughs> it's a Super ridiculous Star Trek episode. <laughs> <laughs> I heard enough about it <laughs> to uh, come to that conclusion. It's great. They make a little bit of a comeback in one of the Star Trek movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the conversation with Buffy and Riley when they're driving. And he's like, yeah, I got a lot to tell you. And she's all, did you die? No, I'm going to win. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then my next note is, so Riley isn't really annoying me yet. What's with that? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you just had enough time away. Cause <laughs> it took a while for him to annoy you. That, That is what I figured was. It's just been so long that, yeah, he just isn't annoying me yet. So I just thought it was funny. Because I, since I knew he was going to be in it, I was like, ugh. He's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. And then I have, he's yeah, married. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't let him automatically annoy you? Nope. 
Um, so, hmm. right before his wife shows up, he was really, I don't know, I thought it was a little skeezy. Mm-hmm. He was looking at Buffy. I thought so. After you find out he's married. Yep. Sam was remarkably alright with it. But yeah, it... especially since she knows Buffy's his ex-girlfriend. Right. You know, the first time you see her, she's like, what are you doing with my husband? I know. <laughs> she just kind of lets it drop after that line. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was... The look lingered a little bit longer than it should have for a married man. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Especially someone you have such a history with. Right. That broke your heart. Just should not do that. <laughs> anyway, a little skeezy. A little skeezy. I did like it when Buffy was like, so husband and wife, those are like code names, like Falcon, right? <laughs> <laughs> And I liked it when they were asking her if she has a safe house. And she says, you have a house. And sometimes you can't even leave. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I think it's safe. Sometimes you can't even leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have Sam looks familiar to me. Yeah, I don't know. Did you? I think, you I, f- want me to... I, think I figured it out. Because a few notes later, I'm like, Banshee. She's the girl in Banshee. And I'm like, oh, M, I am DB that, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't want to, because I... Yeah, don't do it. I didn't want to see how many episodes of Buffy she's in. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the next episode credits, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yep, yeah, I think she's... And she and Banshee is fantastic. Oh, yeah? Oh, man. There is a fight scene with her that is one of the longest ongoing brutal fight scenes I've ever seen. It's amazing, and she's so great in it. Huh. Banshee, huh? Yeah. Pretty good? Yeah, yeah. I think I talked about it on what I've been watching. Yeah, that's probably the only time I've ever heard about it. Yeah, I've only seen season one because that's all they have on Amazon Prime right now. But I know they're currently like in their fourth or fifth season, so. Wow, why haven't they? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I think it's a Showtime or Cinemax show. But I really enjoyed the first season. Mark Lucas's IMDb picture is weird. Oh, yeah? It'd take me a long time to recognize him. Does he still act? <laughs> Let's check him out Is first. <laughs> someone else giving him a job? <laughs> uh, in a movie called Night and Day in 2010. Oh, underground TV series. He was in one episode. Sleeping with other people. That's a movie, I guess. He was in two episodes of CSI. Didn't do much. It's in one episode of Blue Buds. Blue Birds. Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods. <laughs> Sorry. Blue <laughs> Birds. <laughs> he was in some <laughs> TV series called Killer Women. <laughs> <laughs> Eight episodes of that. Wow. It was on ABC. 
maybe it didn't go more than eight episodes. Four, five, six, seven, and eight. So, probably in all of them. Yep. That didn't last long. Okay. Her name's Ivana Milis. Yeah, I think Milicevic. that's... Milicevic? Yeah, yeah, I think that's her. Oh, she was in Casino Royale. In Vanilla Sky, I saw that. Banshee. Okay. Yeah, she's so good in Banshee. I love her. <laughs> oh, check it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Check it out. See what you think. Okay. Um, oh, she's Yugoslavian. Well, she was born in Bosnia, which was part of Yugoslavia when she was born. Right. She did a pretty good English accent. <laughs> I didn't know she was anything but American. Maybe she. She does have. Child. She does have like a, like a Slavic accent in Banshee. Huh. Yeah. Um, okay, so that is her. Good. I love it when, um, Buffy says, the triple me palace. (laughs) 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 And she says, I wish I had said something else. (laughs) I I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Trouble me (laughs) (laughs) And just crickets. (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> yeah, so funny. And I like Xander wanting wedding advice. <laughs> yeah. And that. Although I disagree that those little cameras could replace a photographer. <laughs> it's kind of seemed like that's where she was going. Yeah, I remember that being a thing though at weddings. Uh, oh, totally around fine. This time, but not to replace the. No, it would not replace your photographer. Right. It's just fun pictures that your guests take that you get to keep. Yep. But I think his original question was, should I do a photographer or something else? And then she's like, that was her suggestion. Oh, I thought he was asking about centerpieces. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's a different conversation I'm thinking of. Maybe. There were a few of them. Yeah, that's what I have. Sam seems cool. She's pretty nice and can kick the mess. I'd marry her, too. <laughs> and then I have, I wonder what Spike is reading. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was an interesting scene where she sees them together and then she comes into Spike. And just kind of She needs... wants. Yeah, she kind of uses him to feel like she's loved, too. Yeah, exactly. Which, Elizabeth, I would guess that that lovemaking was fairly tender. (laughs) (laughs) At least they were in a bed. (laughs) I'm not sure they were in a bed. It didn't look like his bed. It looked like the top of a crypt. In his crypt. Oh, I thought it was a bed. I thought I saw pillows and sheets and stuff. Maybe they moved. Well, I think it started, that scene where she comes to him, is he's sitting on a crypt reading, but then when Riley walks in on him, they're in a bed. Okay, so they moved. Yeah. No, because I think that's when I noticed when Riley walked in on him, they've got these weird blankets, and I, instead of a headboard, it's like a headstone. 
Oh, I didn't notice. I was just happy. I think they're. That I... I think they're on top of one of those coffin things in crypts. I guess our coffins. Yeah. And I know he has a bed bed. Anyway. Maybe we both need to see it again. Yeah. I was just happy that I was like, Riley did walk in on him. I was right. <laughs> Sue waits for the heart to explode. <laughs> Didn't Maybe it would have happened if he did come back for her. But he was married, so. Yep. He has no business having his heart explode. Nope. I did... Like when he said, I've seen enough of your dead body for one night, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so why would Riley hand Buffy a gun to shoot those little things? <laughs> that seems like the worst thing to hand Buffy for that situation. Mm-hmm. It just didn't make any sense. And of course she, you know, calls him on it. Yeah, before that I have, though... Um... I knew right away that Spike had the eggs. Just he had. Oh. There was a certain look on his face. I'm like, oh, that just gave it away. He's got them. Well, maybe those are the looks I was giving. That maybe it's just that he had the eggs, and I was confusing it with him being like, I am the doctor. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Now I'm all messed up. Yeah, I feel bad that she. I mean, the hand grenade did the job, but it. Pretty much blew up Spike's place. <laughs> I know. It's sad when she walks in and then breaks up with him. I know. He's just like standing in his wrecked crypt. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I like it when um, Xander calls Riley and Sam Nick and Nora Freary. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that reference. I think I read an IMBD, but I don't remember now even. I don't who, know who Nora is, so I was thinking Nick Fury is. The guy who brings, he assembles the Aven- the Avengers. Um. Oh, you know what? He does a combination reference. I'll read about it for you, but oh, go okay. on. Yeah, Nick Fury, Sam Sam Jackson plays him in the Avenger movies. But Nick Fury is the guy that like brings the Avenger team together. Okay. Nora, I don't know who that is. I was thinking, did Nick and Nora's playlist come out around this time? And that's what they're joking about. But I know it is, too. It's a cross-reference. And I know it goes the Avengers, and then there is a Nick and Nora. So it could be. Yeah. Cause on the world's slowest iPad. I'm pretty familiar with the Nick Fury character, and I don't ever remember him having a wife. But that it could be he did. Oh, okay, here it is. Xander calls Riley and Sam Nick and Nora Fury, a double reference to both Marvel Comics character Nick Fury and husband and wife detectives Nick and Nora Charles from the 1930s-40s film series The Thin Men. I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. I don't know that. I don't know that reference, so... That's a a confusing reference. It is. Xander. (laughs) Thought long and hard about that one. Um, I have, wow, Riley is actually saying some really good stuff here to Buffy. I like what he said to her when she's all down on herself and, you know. Remind me. I remember his, do you think, you know, like it was fun for me to 
see you with him or I like it, you know, you're wrong. Yeah, but he reminds her how strong she is and, you know, you're up and then you're down. That's basically life. You know, you're down right now, but, hmm. you know, I don't know. It it was some good stuff that he said. She, I like it when she's like, did you wait for your life to be absolutely perfect before you came back? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I have, does Riley know that Joyce died? Because I don't think he was there. Didn't she die, like, not long after he left? Yeah. Yeah. I just find it strange that it... Was there not one line not where he says I heard about it? No. Not one reference. Oh. Huh. There should have been one. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was kind Sorry of... for your loss. <laughs> Did he know Buffy died? I don't think so. Because she makes that comment and he never comments about that. Mm-mm. So, I mean, I know he wasn't there when Joyce died. Because it's Angel that comes and comforts her. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. So before the body, there was as... Uh, I was made to love you. And I'm trying to think of the episode before that. Crush? He was gone. I think Crush is the one before. Anyway, I think it's right. Maybe the one before Crush that he goes. Yeah, because I just thought that was an odd choice because that. That was a big deal that I, they must not that's have had time for That's a huge thing to happen. And it, it would explain a little bit why Buffy's making the choices. I mean, it would explain for sure why she has to work at the Double Meat Palace. Her mom's and why not. Joyce isn't there. They why Joyce isn't even there at the house. And I mean, I was totally expecting when they got to her house, Riley saying, where's your mom? You know, I haven't seen your mom for a while. Yeah, maybe they thought that would derail. I but. guess so, but I don't know. I just, because to me, part of Buffy's, you know, patheticness or something is a lot of it comes from Joyce dying. You know, she has yeah. to work now. Oh, yeah. Because they don't have Joyce's income. And She's the mom. She's... Yeah. And... That made her have to quit school. That, you know... Right. It's a lot of stuff. Right, right. And it could also explain a little bit why she is sleeping with Spike. Because you just... I don't know. Sometimes you just don't make the best decisions. Right, and you know, I don't think, honestly, it's a huge shock for Riley, because if you'll remember the last few scenes with him and Spike, he totally knows Spike has a huge thing for her, and that Spike's changing a little bit, and she has some sympathies for him. He, you know, he left the scene, and that was the other man interested in her. So, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was weird that it wasn't even mentioned, but... It is. It, it could have been an easy line. I think maybe in the dawn, when he comes to the house, like, it could have been implied that they discussed it in the car that we didn't see. You know, and they wouldn't have to do that whole scene. They could just 
I heard about your mom. I'm sorry. You know, to Don when he sees her. Exactly. Yeah. But whatever. That wouldn't have derailed it too much. I don't think so. Um. Yeah, and then my ending is just what a bitch. Ha ha ha. Oh, yeah, I love the helicopter exit. I think if you <laughs> didn't know it was being a little hyperbolic about those two, them, like, exiting. <laughs> yes. And, like, going up in the helicopter <laughs> would just clue you in. I think it's hilarious. I do, too. I was really iffy about the shirt, Buffy's breakup shirt. <laughs> Oh. That purple ruffly thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, iffy. Yeah, not the best shirt. But yeah, the breakup and the I'm sorry, William. That was... I don't know what to think about these two. She made some uh, honest revelations that yes. she was using them, and I thought that was good. It's, you know, it's sad to me. It is, you know, especially when she's like, I do want you, I, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think there's still a glimmer of hope for those two. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen anytime in maybe the rest of this season, but I think they'll end up together. mouth shut <laughs> <laughs> so for a Riley comeback this was better than I expected <laughs> yeah I think my hopes weren't very high <laughs> if they had to do a Riley con if they had to bring him back for an episode I think they really did it in the best way possible and I do like that it, it possibly snapped her out of her funk a little bit because mm-hmm. it is time it is. It is. And just like I said earlier, that ending shot with her leaving Spike's crypt, I got yeah. the idea that, you know, I think what Riley said to her really kind of helped her ego. Yeah. And I think just seeing what he had mm-hmm. helped a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, he just he was in such a good place. He was, and I like that they cast someone that didn't look like a Buffy twin. Oh, yeah, that would have been lame. That would have been lame. So I like that, you know, she's almost the opposite, although has a lot of the same skills, kind of a fighter, a warrior, you know. Yeah. But And it looks like she was a good, I think she's a good match for him. I think she's human, so she's not super tough but he obviously liked the toughness of Buffy and mm-hmm. the fact that she could fight mm-hmm. but he obviously had trouble with the actual being stronger than him there was a little banter you know back and forth with them but I think she was a little less threatening right <laughs> just kind of the perfect woman yep yep <laughs> yep so yeah I'm okay with this one it's shamefully low down in the rankings that's kind of lame yeah I wonder if people just didn't really get it maybe I just feel like I did I feel like it was kind of tongue in cheek 
Yeah. I I think people are just such a Riley haters. That... Which I am. I can't think oh, of yeah. anyone that hates Riley more than I do. We both hate him. We hate him. So, you know, like I said, I, I was surprised at, I mean, one of my notes is, you know, he's not annoying me yet. What's going on? <laughs> <You> know, <it's laughs> like... <laughs> so. You want to hear what's next? Yes. Your next episode is Hell's Bells. <laughs> is Bells spelled B-L-L-S or B? Wait, B E L L S or B E L L E S? Spelled like a like a bell, like the ACDC song. All right, yes, like the ACDC song. All right. Did you know that there's an ACDC female cover band here in Utah called Hell's Bells, and it's B E L L E S? They're awesome. I've seen them. Wait, wait, wait! It's B E A L. What did you say? It's B-E-L-L-E-S. Like a okay, bell. awesome. Like a southern bell. Yes. <laughs> so it's funny. an all-female ACDC <laughs> cover band. And they're pretty good. I've seen them at Liquid Joe's. <laughs> anyway, okay. So Hell's Bells. I saw a Neil Diamond cover man. At... I was there with you. Oh, yeah. It was you and Rob, me and Cam, and Catherine and Travis. That's right. Super Diamond. <laughs> Super Mega Diamond. Super Diamond? Super Diamond. Super Diamond. <laughs> but you were awesome. <laughs> that was so fun. I think that's the only time I ever went to Liquid Joe's, maybe. Anyway. Okay. Hell's Bells. And you're going to watch two. Normal again. Normal again. Okay. Hell's Bells. Oh, this is a wedding episode. This is Xander and Anya's wedding. That's why I said it was spoilery. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All I'm just going to bow to that, that it is. <laughs> <laughs> All sorts of shenanigans are going to happen. <laughs> um, so you pictured, you predicted she wouldn't go through with it, right? Yes. Do you still feel that way? Um... No, I guess not. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. like a bunch of demons coming together <laughs> can't be good. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't wait to meet Xander's family. <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to meet Xander's parents finally? <laughs> yep. So, I don't know. I still have a feeling that they could go with... Somehow Anya becomes a demon again or something. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what goes on here. Mm. So that's the wedding episode. I was surprised um, in, as you were, that their wedding was only a week away. I was like, oh, wow, they're getting married really soon. Oh, yeah. I don't remember them saying that. Yeah, I think they, I think Dawn comes up. She's like, so getting married in a week. Like at the bronze or something. Oh yeah. Uh normal again. Hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking Hell's Bells and Normal again is like a two parter, so lots of shenanigans happens in Hell's Bells and then 
everything's normal again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with this as a two-parter and yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. Or maybe specifically Buffy feeling normal again. I don't know. All right. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I have to look up once again if we do Buffy or Angel next. I forget. Just for recording purposes, what's next? Mm. You got lots of episodes to watch. I know. You are able to watch. Yay. No, no, we're doing, uh, okay, so, we're doing Buffy next. Okay. Then we'll do those three of Angel, and then we're going to finish up Buffy, and then we'll finish up Angel. Okay. Two more podcasts each after these two. So, (laughs) we're going to do Buffy, do those two episodes, and then we're going to go back and do three episodes of Angel, and then we're going to leave Angel behind and do two podcast episodes of Of Buffy to finish off the finish off season six okay and then finish off Angel yeah and I I just think it works best this way although I am leaving you with quite a cliffhanger for Angel and I apologize I don't mind cliffhangers I think they're kind of fun once in a while okay so don't don't apologize all right it's a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like cliffhangers. I don't like them all the time. I don't like everything to end with a cliffhanger, but I like them. You're, you're okay. You'll be all right for a few weeks. I'll be okay. Yeah, I'm patient. I. Yeah, I'll I'll be okay for a couple of weeks. I'll just sit and stew about it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. But yeah, I'm guessing these two Buffies must be important ones or a two-parter if we're only doing two and it's all Buffy. I gotta say, everything from now on is pretty important. Cool. Except for one episode of Angel. Nice. And then that still, you know, has some storyline that you'll want to... Okay. Alright, well... Thanks for listening. Yeah. And if you want to send in feedback, you can send it to SueWatchesBuffy at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook page on there's Sue Watches Buffy where we can discuss things Sue knows nothing about. Yep. <laughs> or you can join the Yes Mother Facebook page where we talk about all sorts of stuff. We do. We talk about what we've been watching. We talk about Bates. We talk about Buffy. Yep. We're just friends. Yep. (laughs) Sometimes we talk about spiders. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So, yeah. Join one of them. They're fun. Yeah. So, all right. Well. Cool. I'm hungry. I always get hungry on our day recordings. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm hungry, too. (laughs) all right well have fun in wyoming oh yeah call booker he wants to go i will so i'll call him this afternoon okay all right i'll talk to you later all right see you bye Bye. welcome to sue watches buffy 
and Angel. This week we're going to be watching... We usually start with other stuff, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> we okay. usually kind of explain what the show. podcast is. Yeah. Okay. Everyone liked my picture of Bunny that I put up yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was just picture after picture of kids on their first day of school. <laughs> oh yeah. Here's a picture of a dog. <laughs> Still think you should have made a little chalkboard fancy <laughs> little fancy chalkboard writing. <laughs>
So, all right. Well, should we get started? Yeah. Are we going to do what we've been watching? Because I don't. I'm not prepared for that. (laughs) (laughs) I really haven't been watching anything anyway. I'm not prepared and I'm just not really in the mood. (laughs) Yeah. Seems like Cam and I saw something really interesting on PBS a couple nights ago, but I can't think of it right now. So, other than that, last night, <laughs> last night we were flip, Cam was flipping through the channels, and one of the PBS, I think it was KBYU, he sees Maggie Smith, and he stops, and he watches it for about 30 seconds, and he goes... Well, this isn't Downton Abbey. <laughs> I'm like, ha! I knew you were secretly watching that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, that <laughs> surprised me. <laughs> so. Just one day, do you just get this flood of? So Anna and Bates get married. <laughs> I know. So. <laughs> Oh, what happens with Mary and Matthew? <laughs> what? <laughs> we were so surprised when Lord Grantham kissed that lady. <laughs> it just really surprised me because he's never. There's been a couple times like when it's on, like airing. Mm-hmm. And it comes on here what, Sunday at like eight o'clock. So I'll flip to that and he'll watch like five minutes and then he's like, all right, I'm going to bed. I'm thinking he's going to bed and putting it on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to bed, but I'm going to fall asleep watching down. <laughs> Just doesn't want to watch in front of you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> His secret shame. <laughs> Down to now, he's on. Going to bed. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> he does like that fake yawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason I watched Downton Abbey is because I couldn't believe the amount of men that were talking about it. Same. It was my brother-in-law Dave that recommended it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was men, and you know, like people I respect, you know, like, that watch good shows, and I'm like, why is everyone suddenly watching, like, Masterpiece Theater? (laughs) These are my shows. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really surprising, like, um, that Red Room podcast that that Harold recommended, um, they watch it, they love it. Yeah, you know, that might have been around... When I was actually listening to them, and they might have been one of them. That sounds familiar. Yeah, they bring their wives on, and they talk about, like, a whole season. They don't do, like, episode by episode. I never heard that. I just heard them mention it once or twice. That they were watching Downton, and I'm like, you guys watch Downton? (laughs) (laughs) Guess I better check it out. Yeah, 